Welcome to A Thousand Tiny Lights, the podcast that celebrates finding joy amongst the small things, discovering the magic that hides in the mundane, and that invites you to go on an adventure right here in your daily life. My name is Anna, and I'm so glad you are here. I'm on an autumn morning walk. The sky is blue, the sun is shining, but in the shade it's cool and there's a chill wind blowing down the valley, swooshing through the trees and carrying colorful leaves out onto the meadow, making it look almost spring-like, pops of color dotted all through the grass. Autumn is everywhere now. It's in the dull green of the trees in the ubiquitous presence of wasps looking for a last feast, in the smell of apples fallen from trees and being eaten or rotting away in the long grass, in the yellows and oranges and browns that are creeping into the foliage. It's in the tightly budded asters that adorn my balcony, in the tangy air that spells moss and decay, and in the fact that I woke this morning and started humming the theme music from the movie Practical Magic before I was even fully awake. Summer has been saying her long goodbye all through August and a very warm and mild and dry September and October. I'm a bit sad to see her go, to see her flitting away through the still-blossoming roses. I adore Summer, even though this year she has been capricious and moody and intense. There have been days and days and days of rain here, and other days cold enough to wear a sweater, and nights where I seriously considered filling the hot water bottle. And then there were days when the sweltering heat and humidity kept me prisoner inside my own house, every movement too much, the air sticky and dank. And yet, the days have been long and full of light, the nights often gorgeous with stars, there have been storms and lightning in the clouds for hours. There have been colors and scents and riotous abundance and the songs of the birds high and clear and beautiful. Summer has been wild and heartbreaking and hard and free and loud and silent and fast as the meteorites that swoosh into our atmosphere and burn with a trail of light. By the way, did you take the time to admire some falling stars this August? One thing this summer has not been over here. Moderate. Or mediocre. Or boring. And a part of me is already missing her. The days are so much shorter now. The long nights and the grey days are becoming tangible. Not a far away someday, but a soon. And I know I will crave summer's freedom in my bones when those days are here. 
I will yearn for the return of the light with all my body when it's dark at four in the afternoon and January is holding me tight to the passage of time. I do not do well without sunlight. And I can't help but remember Frederick the mouse. Frederick is the charming hero of a picture book by Leo Leoni, whose books I loved as a child and still do. Frederick is one of five little field mice that live in a stone wall that borders a cow pasture. And as the days start to draw in a bit, all the mice get busy collecting grains and nuts and berries, working hard to fill up their stores for winter. All except Frederick. So the other mice get curious. Frederick, why don't you work? they ask. I do work, Frederick says. I gather sun rays for the cold, dark winter days. And when they saw Frederick sitting there, staring at the meadow, they asked, And now, Frederick? I gather colors, Frederick answered simply, for winter is gray. And once, Frederick seemed half asleep. Are you dreaming, Frederick? They asked reproachfully. But Frederick said, Oh no, I am gathering words, for the winter days are long and many and will run out of things to say. The winter days came, and when the first snow fell, the five little field mice took to their hideout in the stones. In the beginning, there was lots to eat, and the mice told stories of foolish foxes and silly cats. They were a happy family. But little by little, they had nibbled up most of the nuts and berries. The straw was gone, and the corn was only a memory. It was cold in the wall, and no one felt like chatting. Then they remembered what Frederick had said about sun rays and colors and words. What about your supplies, Frederick? they asked. Close your eyes, said Frederick, as he climbed on a big stone. Now I send you the rays of the sun. Do you feel their golden glow? And as Frederick spoke of the sun, the four little mice began to feel warmer. Was it Frederick's voice? Was it magic? And how about the colors, Frederick? They asked anxiously. Close your eyes again, Frederick said. And when he told them of the blue periwinkles, the red poppies and the yellow wheat, and the green leaves of the berry bush, they saw the colors as clearly as if they had been painted in their minds. And the words, Frederick? Frederick cleared his throat, waited a moment, and then, as if from a stage, he said, Who scatters snowflakes? Who melts the ice? Who spoils the weather? Who makes it nice? Who grows the four-leaf clovers in June? Who dims the daylight? Who lights the moon? Four little mice who live in the sky. Four little field mice like you and I. 
One is the spring mouse who turns on the showers. Then comes the summer who paints in the flowers. The fall mouse is next with walnuts and wheat. And winter is last with little cold feet. Aren't we lucky the seasons are four? Think of a year with one less or one more. When Frederick had finished, they all applauded. But Frederick, they said, you are a poet. Frederick blushed, took a bow and said shyly, I know it. Isn't that lovely? If you don't know that book, I encourage you highly to go and get it. It's beautifully and very, very sweetly illustrated. It's a very good gift for any child in your life. Like Frederick, I want to store up the sights and sounds and scents and colors and feelings of summer. And for that, I've decided to make a summer jar. I'm using these last few days before the circle resets at the end of October to harvest the bounty of the light half of the year, to collect everything that is good and tangible and nourishing about summer. It's all going in a big jar and I will put it on my house altar as a reminder that summer is coming back, will always come back. I'm putting in some hay and dried flowers from the meadows, a tiny spritz of orange blossom scent, a photo of the blue sky and one of the roses in full bloom, some small delicious memories jotted down in bullet points on little colorful strips of paper, and a couple of favorite summer poems, and also one of the smooth, beautiful pebbles I collected from the lake. I wonder what your summer jar would hold. Do you feel called to make one? Maybe you are relieved and glad that summer is over and you want to concentrate on autumn. You can of course also make an autumn jar and collect all the things you love about this season. And the same goes for spring for those friends who live in the southern hemisphere. I'm just so curious to see and hear what you make if you decide to go on this adventure with me. And as always, if you do, please let me know. You can do so in the comments on Substack or on Instagram, where you can find me at a thousand tiny lights.podcast. Both those links are in the show notes. And before I say goodbye, I want to acknowledge that it's been months of silence from this podcast. And I know many of you have asked about a new episode, and I'm sorry it took so long. I guess summer's beautiful madness had me in her grip. I will do my best to send out episodes more regularly going forward. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. Stay curious and tend to the tiny lights inside you. I'm sending you so much love. Bye. See you next time.